Welcome to Chef's Table. I'm Jim Coleman. In culinary school, they tell us food is part science, part art. And I would add a lot of human relations. Sometimes the science part takes over, like especially in baking. And sometimes it's the art. So let's talk about that. I spoke with Adam Gottnick, a writer for The New Yorker. He's well known for writing about living in Paris, including, of course, the food. Adam, you say writing is like cooking. How, how is that? I think writing is like cooking in, in two ways. One is obviously there's a craft element to it. You have to learn to do it and you struggle with it. The other way, the deeper way that I think that it's like cooking and why I think writers and cooks sometimes have something in common is conversation around a table. When I'm writing an essay, it always comes out of something that's a human exchange around a table, funny story, an anecdote, uh, Olivia's too busy imaginary friend. Uh, something happens and we talk about it around the table. And if it's interesting enough, it begins to distill into an essay or a story. And I think that cooks too take their inspiration from that commonality, from that exchange that goes on uh, around the table. And then I think the other things writers and cooks have in common is they both have an enormous sense of persecution mania. We <laughs> do very hard work. Nobody ever quite appreciates how hard it is. And nobody ever quite gives us credit for doing it. I think cooks suffer from it even more than writers do because cooking, as I say in the book, is the last place, I think, where artists, real artists, work the way artists used to work back in the Renaissance. You work as, you have to be patronized by a rich person. And even though you get appreciation, finally, you're still at the receiving end of a tip. It can be a very <laughs> generous tip, but, but that's how it is. You can't sort of storm out of your kitchen, or very rarely, and say, no, we're only going to do it my way. Finally, you're in a service role, as was Raphael, as was Botticelli, as were really great artists, but as very few artists are anymore. There's something in the restaurant business, and when I went to culinary school, that was just beaten into me called mise en place, and that means having all your stuff prepared, right. ready to go before service starts. Is there something like that in writing, being a non-writer myself? <laughs> um, I, think that it, I think that there is. I think that you, you know, the hardest thing to learn is that every great dish begins by chopping onions. And the same thing is true about writing. Every great piece begins by chopping onions. That is by getting not a brilliant idea in hand, but a certain number of facts, a story, learning to write. You learn to write with ands and thens in the same way that you learn to cook with chopped onions and, uh, and saffron. You know, it's the basic ingredients. There's no concealing the absence of something good on the plate, and there's no concealing the absence of some material in a story. Having said that, I will say that for me, cooking is a great release from writing because writing, however many elements it may have, is finally a mental and symbolic task. And the beautiful thing about cooking, why I envy cooks their vocation so much with all of its difficulties, is that it's simultaneously mental and physical. So once you actually start that act of chopping onions, once you actually start the act of salting the meat, your hands and fingers and stomach are as engaged as your mind is. And the combination of mind and hand working together. Ah, that's wonderful. That's, that, I think, is why cooks, despite working insanely hard hours in insanely difficult conditions, are fundamentally happy with their work. And writers, despite working in their pajamas when they want to, are fundamentally miserable with their work. Well, to change the question back to you, then, for somebody who I, I write a column, a weekly column, and I never understood the saying that, you know, you have to be in the mood to write. And I was like, just do it. You're, that's your job. Do it. Well, right. until I started having to write. And now, I mean, if I'm not in the mood, I can't write at all. It's, but for cooking, you know, it's a job for me, and I go in and do it. Is Are there times you're not in the mood to cook, like I'm not in the mood to write and not being a professional writer? Well, I'm an amateur cook, right? I cook for my family every night. No, you know, interestingly, there's not. I think that cooking exactly because, you know, Whatever you're doing, you're going to start with a simple physical task. Whereas writing...